0: Another day dawns. The birds sing and the sky comes alight. Another week passes. The world churns and our days go by. We come back together in this circle as we do every Sunday, seeking community and consolation and inspiration. Good morning, friends. We are so glad to have you here at First Unitarian's weekly Sunday service. No matter who you are or who you love, you are welcome here. I'm Kristen Satterley, a lay worship leader, and I'm subbing in today for the Reverend Bob LaValley, who is attending to a family emergency in Buffalo, New York. Don't worry, I won't be delivering today's sermon. More on today's special service in a moment. But first, I'd like to introduce today's worship team and share an important announcement. I'm happy to be here with our music director, Susan Peck, special musician Linda Myers, and fabulous DJ Arnie Gullarude. Our tech team today is Cy Schuster, Chris Paul, Susan Peck, and Jordan Jones. Thank you for the behind the scenes skills and magic that make this all happen. I'd also like to thank Reverend Katie Culbert of Tampa, Florida for providing today's time for all ages. If you're visiting today, welcome. We are so glad you're here. You're invited to put your name and where you're participating from in the chat so that we can greet you. If you haven't yet, mark your calendar for our special congregational meeting at 2 p.m. next Sunday, May 2nd. We are moving forward toward purchasing the ARC building on the south side of the main church campus. And one of the steps in that process is holding a congregational vote to approve the loan and purchase. We will also vote on purchasing our solar panels, which which we currently rent. And finally, and very excitingly, we'll vote to ordain our former ministerial intern, Jane Davis, who has given First Unitarian the great honor of being her ordaining congregation. If you would like to ask questions to the staff and board prior to the special meeting, there will be a town hall on Saturday, May 1st at 2 p.m. Special notices of the meeting's agenda and information about the town hall discussion will be posted on our church website this week. And now, for the explanation I promised you about today's special coming of age service. First Unitarians coming of age program is designed to help our youth develop and articulate their personal theologies as they move toward adulthood in our Unitarian Universalist faith. Each year, as we celebrate them becoming adults in the eyes of our congregation, several of our coming of agers share some of their growing wisdom with us. I'm excited to hear what they have to share with us this year. So let's get started by lighting our chalice.
1: morning's chalice lighting words come from martha curry capo though the week this chalice abides cupped and silent softly it gleams in a dimly lit room complete unto itself today we come together as a community of faith joyful and free our individual energies combine to spark the flame of truth May we each draw strength for the, or for the other, and like the chalice, may we be bathed in the fire of commitment to social justice, equity, and peace.
2: Good morning, everyone. It's so good to be here this morning. I'm going to share a few songs from uh, my album, Feel Sky, which uh, was a finalist in the New Mexico Music Awards in 2018. This is the uh, title song, and I hope this morning that you are feeling some sky. It's the sky here that infiltrates the soul And it's relentless Grabs hold and won't let go. Force is my will just to be still. I thought it was me, you thought it was God. Everybody else could see. You disappointed you. Blame brings no ease in the quest for peace. It's the sky here That infiltrates the soul And it's relentless Grabs hold you won't let go Forced is the will Just to be still Rooting around your memory Hoping you might recognize A sense of harmony What a surprise Like looking in the theater for an addict's mess. A last address for happiness. You're looking in your mind for something you can only find in your heart. It's the sky here that infiltrates the soul. And its relentless grabs hold and won't let go force is my will just to be still as long as you can breathe and think at the same time that it is then there's time enough to turn it all around make amends mend seize joy all solid ground I hear that infiltrates the soul, and it's relentless, grabs hold and won't let go, forces my will just to
3: Hi, I'm Rowan, and this is my dog, Lorelai, and could you please join me in the children's affirmation? We are Unitarians, Universalists, people of faith, with open minds,
4: loving hearts,
3: and helping hands.
5: Good morning. Our time for all ages this morning is a retelling of a Lakota story and it's called Is This Who I Am? Once upon a time, there was a woman who was walking along a lakeside on a bright, calm, sunny day. She stopped to gaze at the lake and saw in the still water her own reflection and was fascinated by what she saw. Is this who I am, she pondered to herself. The next day, wanting to remind herself of the marvel, she returned to the lakeside. But overnight, the weather had changed and a strong wind now ruffled the water and her image seemed to be distracted and disturbed. And she wondered, is this who I really am? The next day, she went again to the lake shore, but now the bad weather had set in and it was raining. It was raining so hard and reflection in the lake was blurred and indistinct. And it seemed that it was very confused. It was a very confused version of herself that was staring back from the water. Time passed and a Big, giant storm blew up. Eager to see the water, see the lake, in this weather, the woman went to the shore again. And this time, when she looked at the reflection of herself, she could see that it was full of anger and rage of the dark skies that were overhead. Is this the real me? She asked herself. All the while, the sly fox, Iktomi, had been watching her as she did this and looked at her reactions. Um, And he was laughing at her. The woman heard the laughter in the bushes and turned to see what it was. You foolish human, said the fox, you are looking at what is merely a reflection of who you are changing with every passing mood of the weather. "'How can you believe that this is the real you?' "'But then where is the real me?' inquired the woman. "'Come back here in the depths of winter, and you will find who you are,' said the fox. "'And so it came to pass that winter arrived, and the lake froze solid, and snow fell on the lake, covering everything that grew on the lakeside. The woman returned and gazed down into the pristine whiteness of the silent lake. There is no me in the lake anymore, she said to the fox, sitting patiently behind her. Exactly so, said the fox. Now, You can no longer settle for these passing images or projections of yourself. The lake is an empty canvas. It invites you to become the person that you truly are. Look inside your own heart. Look inside your heart and look deeper than your passing moods. And there, there you'll discover who you truly are. Congratulations to all the youth who went through the Coming of Age program. I'm proud of you. You use across the country and the world are proud of you that you took the time to reflect on your principles and your values and now you're kind of learning who you are on a deeper level. It's awesome. I hope you'll have a wonderful Sunday. Blessings.
6: Good morning. I have a special announcement. Some of you have already seen the news, but. I'm so excited to let you know that our pianist, Gabriel Longinos has married Shay Perry, who is an amazing soprano, and our own Reverend Christine Robinson married them in a small but lovely ceremony in our own sanctuary with a handful of friends wearing masks and Gabriel and Shay holding up their phones so that their mothers could be there with them. It was really lovely. And I'd like to share with you as an interlude a beautiful piece they recorded recently, Aaron Copland's setting of the Emily, Emily Dickinson poem, Nature, the Gentlest Mother. And you can just, in, the, in this musical performance, you can see all the love. So we'll share that video now. Hello, my name is Shay Perry. This is Gabriela Longuinos. We will be performing Nature, the Gentlest Mother from Aaron Copland's 12 poems of Emily Dickinson.
0: All right, let's pause the chat for a bit as we settle into a time of meditation. Relax into your body, into your surroundings. Take a deep breath. As you exhale, gently expel some tension along with the air warmed by your lungs. Again, feel where there's tension and As you breathe out, let it melt just a little. Now, if you're comfortable and haven't already, close your eyes. Move your focus from sight to sound and touch. What sounds do you hear? A fan, the wind, maybe a bird, the click of the thermostat, a neighbor's dog? And what do you feel? the places where your clothes touch your body, your thighs against your chair, a breeze moving the tiny hairs on your arm. Experience each sensation without judging it as good or bad, just let it be. Now let's sit silently together for two minutes, experiencing the world through our ears and our skin.
6: Good morning, my name is Megan Shattuck and I'm one of the advisors this year for the Coming of Age program. Each of our lives is braided through with strands of joy and worry, threads of gratitude and sorrow. Here in this shared space, we are knit together into a beloved community, lifted by one another's gladness and helping to lighten each other's burdens. When the music begins, Please share your joys and concerns in the chat bar as prompted for us to hold together. If you cannot write in the chat bar today, or if what you hold is too private or tender to share in a group, we are still here for you. Please contact the care team at caring at Now, let us share together what is in our hearts.
7: Shine on me, oh shine on me, let the light from the lighthouse shine on me, oh shine on me, yes shine on me. Let the light from the lighthouse shine on me, lift me up, oh lift me up. Let the light from the lighthouse lift me up. Oh, lift me up, yes, lift me up. Let the light from the lighthouse lift me up. Oh, hold me close, yes, hold me close. Let the, light, light, let the, light, from the light, light from the lighthouse hold me close, yes, hold, hold me, me close. So oh, hold me close. close. Let the light, light from the lighthouse please hold me. Oh, shine Shine on me, me. yes, shine shine on me, let the light light, from the lighthouse shine shine on me, oh, shine shine on me, yes, shine on me. Let the light from the lighthouse shine on
0: me. All these things that buoy and weigh our hearts we hold in this compassionate and loving space. Our joys and gratitudes for the beauty of spring, for gardens and birds and rain, the first hummingbirds of the season, for our family and friends, including furry family and some new togetherness we are able to find now with the vaccine, with more and more of us getting vaccines and our lives beginning to open up in that way. And gratitude for other forms of healing as well. And gratitude for our coming of agers. We are so excited that, uh, that you are joining us as adults. And our concerns as well, health concerns, um, the slowdown of vaccinations and people who can't access them. Concerns for those we love, illness and loss. And financial worries, those things that we can't live our lives without, that we cannot afford. We especially lift up Elaine Brown, whose father has entered hospice, and Reverend Bob, who is attending to his own ailing father. Blessings on them both and on their beloved fathers. All these and those prayers that go unnamed but are still keenly felt in this space today. We lift up to the great powers of healing, and renewal known by many names peace be with you
2: no matter who you are you gotta love yourself Love yourself, just the way you are right now. Love yourself, love yourself. You may have been abandoned by your own kind. You may be misunderstood by your own kind. You may doubt your own mind. But never doubt, love, and soon you'll find you and I, we're all humankind. No matter who you are, you gotta love yourself, love yourself. Just the way you are right now. Love yourself, love yourself may not feel a fit in the skin that you're born with. But your soul fits you just right, the soul you're born with. Gotta keep your soul inside. Let love hold you tight. And whenever change comes, you'll be ready if you love yourself. No matter who you are. You gotta love yourself, love yourself, just the way you are right now, love yourself, love yourself. Never quits, love never gives up, love never dies, love stands by, love never quits, love never gives up, love never dies, love stands by, love chants. who you are, you gotta love yourself, love yourself, just the way you are right now, love yourself, love yourself.
1: Good morning, I am Alana Rodriguez, your youth programs coordinator. The 2021 coming of age class is represented by four youth who you will meet this morning. The coming of age class explores the nature of beliefs, values, spiritual practices, and the ways in which we live out our faith. Instead of telling our youth what to believe, we offer them the opportunity to discover and share what they believe to be true for them. Our goal is for each of these youth to make their choice of a spiritual life a deliberate and considered one.
8: I am Kelsey Atherton, one of this year's coming of age advisors, along with Mira Christopher and Megan Chadwick. As Unitarian Universalists, we celebrate the process of spiritual maturation and the search for truth. And we make space to share where we are in that search. As we welcome this year's coming of age class into the privileges and responsibilities of being Unitarian Universalists, they share where they are on their paths. They speak this morning of what to them seems true, what to them is meaningful.
9: Hi, my name is Ben Seda Kennedy. Uh, I was told to talk about what I believe in. Um, I believe in the form of expression. Um, I feel like there's many ways of expressing yourself and that everyone should have their own way of expressing themselves. For instance, for me, I have many ways of expressing myself. Uh, I express myself within my music. Um, I like to listen to music. It helps me relax. And my taste of music expresses me and making my music uh, also expresses me. Another way I express myself is through drawing. Um, Even though I'm not that good, I still have a way to express myself. Um, And it may look pretty bad, but it's sort of me expressing how I'm feeling. Um, Finally, the last way I express myself is rollerblading uh first of all it's the only way i can get home and second uh i go to skate parks and i like to rollerblade um and it's pretty fun because uh, i get express how much i've been practicing through pretty much covid and before and putting on that skill to use and expressing my dedication to rollerblading and my dedication to not getting hurt and yeah pretty much that so thank you
3: Just kidding. Hi, my name is Nora Clark Slakey, my pronouns are she, her, and I have a question. How do we know that we're all seeing the same colors? Like, how do we know that my green isn't your blue, or the sky for you looks like how I see magenta? Or if we get even deeper, what if everyone sees different colors? Like, I know that the human brain cannot imagine new colors. Go ahead, try. But what if everyone has a different way of seeing red? And we wouldn't know because no one can see through other people's eyes. If you have the power to possess people, please tell me. Because because we've all grown up seeing different colors, but we have the same names for them, then we all think that we're seeing the same thing. And that's why maybe some people disagree on what color violet is or those finicky in-between colors like uh chartreuse. Well, I guess for me, it's the same way with myths. I like the idea of being resurrected, but I don't really know if I believe in it. Like, who knows if we all get resurrected? I guess I don't have a firm belief, but I like to think about how resurrection would work. I think the universe has to be big enough that there has to be other, maybe, sentient life. And if that's true, then wouldn't we have the possibility to get resurrected on another planet or is it there like a limit on how far the resurrection power can travel and if we get resurrected as plants or something then you think about how trees can be thousands of years old but mayflies only live for like five minutes you wonder if the lifespan of different creatures affects resurrection and then you get deeper than what if there are more souls than I guess hosts or bodies that we can live in and heaven and everything is just like a, a waiting room and then if we get even deeper, what happens when mass extinction happens? Because every sentient body has to have a soul. And if there are more souls and bodies, then what happens to all of the lost souls? Like, are they ghosts? Like, do ghosts exist and that's what they are? Do they remember their past lives because they're in between lives? And what if when you get resurrected, you lose all of your past memories gradually? And eventually they just seem like dreams. And maybe when you're an older soul and you have more vivid dreams, like for example, this one time, and I remember this even now, but when I was younger, I would have dreams that felt really real, like to the point where I thought they were memories until I brought it up to my parents. One that stands out from the rest is a dream where I was sitting in a darkened office with behind a closed door with light coming under it. I was sitting in kind of a corner and there were arguing, there was arguing and loud voices on the other side of the door. I was sitting up against a filing cabinet, and I distinctly remember that on the desk was one of those cool marble things that goes back and forth, and a mug filled with pencils. And And I remember that I was looking at this one blue fish in a fish tank, and that's it. That's all I remember. But I don't know if maybe it was a dream, or if it was a memory of a past life. I don't know. Anyways, I guess what I'm really trying to say is that I don't know, and I think that's okay. I think we should just live our lives the way we want, and enjoy the colors. The end.
10: Hello, I'm Owen, and everyone procrastinates. I often procrastinate. For example, I'm writing most of this homily just two days before recording this video. And some people call procrastination entirely being lazy, just not doing what they need to do. But I think that it can actually be beneficial. It helps people practice an important skill, getting work done fast while also having to be decent. In my opinion, that doesn't mean you should always procrastinate, or even that everyone should procrastinate. It also can't be an excuse for people to just be lazy or just not do the work. It's like everything, procrastination on a spectrum. And you can over-procrastinate and wait too long before doing the work. Or worse, not even do it. But why do people procrastinate? No one decides to procrastinate just because. I often procrastinate because the work is stressful to work on, like the homily, and so subconsciously I try to push it out of my mind, make excuses to avoid doing it right now. This is normal human behavior. No one likes being stressed out, so we avoid stressful scenarios, even if it's something we can't avoid forever. And not everyone procrastinates because some people find it really stressful to have important things not started or done, than to just work on that thing. But some people are just lazy and over-procrastinate because they don't want to do the work at all, because others will either forget it, or if it's important and needs to be done, someone else will do it. But despite it being normal and common, I'm sometimes told procrastinating is just being lazy. So why does society call this behavior being lazy? I think it's because that's what we've been taught to think by others. Because when given an important project with lots of time to work on, procrastination isn't good. And those moments are what society acts are the only thing procrastination does. And as a whole, focuses on not the one-day projects that go perfect, because of the speed and skill of those working on it needed to have to gain by procrastinating on smaller, less important things. Society acts as if that never happened, or the procrastination didn't have anything to do with that moment. When, in my opinion, it required the skill, procrastination trains, to even be possible. But I think that those who over-procrastinate can certainly be actually causing a bad... A significantly worse product. So despite it being useful to develop an important skill, it also is important to, be able to tell when you can and can't procrastinate. In my opinion, the points that are focused on are those who are over-procrastinating or using as an excuse to just not do the work. Now, the work is still important, and you need to do it. But sometimes, the procrastination is part of that work.
6: Good morning. I'm Mia Noren, the Director of Religious Education. Change and growth surround us always, and if we aren't paying attention, we may fail to notice. This morning, we pause to recognize that a great transition is taking place in the lives of these youth and in the lives of everyone who cares for them. As children grow, there comes a time when we see that they are less like children. And then it's clear to us that they are becoming adults. It's important for us to recognize these changes and affirm these moments as a congregation. We have watched these children grow before our eyes from seeing them at play in the courtyard at coffee hour to worshiping together with us. They are becoming our peers.
3: Once you held my hand and guided me across the street. Now Now we promise promise to to shout shout encouragement,
0: warn of danger, danger,
3: and offer a welcoming welcoming hand on the other side. Once you held me in your lap and read to me. Now Now we promise promise to answer your your questions honestly, challenge your conclusions lovingly, and listen to your ideas to hear your wisdom once you gave me food and shelter worried over me and kept me safe now we promise
10: to celebrate the victories and cry over the sorrows that you
3: choose to share with us offer help when it is requested and needed and we will still worry over you once you were the center of my life everything i had came from you now we promise to step aside let go and marvel, marvel at what, what you, will you will become. Coming of Agers, to recognize that you are beginning to enter the world of adulthood within our community, we have a gift for you, Chalice Pennant. Look for it in the mail. This day you begin your life as an of-age Unitarian Universalist. Starting this day, Lama McCoy, our high school youth group, welcomes and cherishes your participation. Full membership in... The congregation is open to you should you choose it with the opportunity to make a pledge, serve on committees, and vote at congregational meetings. This pendant symbolizes your new status, privileges, and responsibilities.
8: As we welcome this coming-of-age class into adulthood in the eyes of the Church, I encourage you to share a wish for the youth in the chat. We reflect on the words of Khalil Gibran's poem, On Children. Your children are not your children. They are the sons and daughters of life's longing for itself. They come through you, but not from you. And though they are with you, yet they belong not to you. You may give them your love, but not your thoughts, for they have their own thoughts. You may house their bodies, but not their souls, for their souls dwell in the house of tomorrow, which you cannot visit, not even in your dreams. You may strive to be like them, but seek not to make them like you. For life goes not backward, nor tarries with yesterday. You are the bows from which your children as living arrows are sent forth. The archer sees the mark upon the path of the infinite, and bends you with might, that the arrows may go swift and far. Let your bending in the archer's hand be for gladness.
6: Through the months of March, April, and May, our Change for the Future recipient is the American Civil Liberties Union of New Mexico. The ACLU of New Mexico protects and advances justice, liberty, and equity, as guaranteed by the constitutions of New Mexico and the United States. It is especially focused on groups that have been historically disenfranchised. You can make an offering online by clicking on the link that we will put into the chat box. And if you prefer not to give online, you can simply mail a check to the church and include change for the future on the memo line. Now. Let us exercise the enduring power of our generosity.
2: Well, you gotta have faith to say what's on your mind. And you gotta have trust that someone else will find the truth inside the word. And you gotta have hope that there are possibilities far beyond what we can
7: see.
2: Open mind and open heart, ceasing to expect, ceasing to predict. Relaxing is an art. And you gotta let go. Of what you think you want in order to know what it is that you really need and you gotta have faith to say what's on your mind and you gotta have trust You gotta have hope that there are possibilities far beyond what we can see. Well, there's no such thing as a contradiction. Check your hypothesis. It could be fiction semantics on a road map a million ways to go the only way to find your way is trusting what you know and you gotta have faith to say what's on your mind and you gotta have trust in someone else will find truth inside the world And you gotta have hope that there are possibilities far beyond what we can see. Well, there's no such thing. Oh, well you gotta have faith, trust. possibilities trust in learning to let go open heart
0: What is generously given is received with gratitude. Thank you on behalf of First Unitarian Church and the ACLU of New Mexico. As you move into the rest of your day, whether you are talking in a breakout room or over lunch or in your own head, a discussion question to consider, where are you on your spiritual path? What have you discovered that feels true and meaningful? Now we will extinguish our chalice after a few words of blessing. May peace be with you and may love comfort and keep you until we gather again. Blessed be, go in peace, gentle people and practice radical love.